Hey everyone, welcome back to the Everyday Mental Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about highly sensitive people, more specifically how to ground yourself as a highly sensitive person. Now, for those of you out there who are listening and who are not familiar with what a highly sensitive person is, the definition is someone who experiences acute physical, mental, or emotional responses to stimuli. To give you some statistics, about 15 to 20% of the population has a gene that makes them highly sensitive. Now, a lot of research has been around more introverts with high sensitivity, but research has shown that you can be both, um, someone can have extroverted qualities or introverted qualities. Um, So it's not specifically a trait that is strictly for introverted people. Uh, High sensitivity is also a real research-based characteristic of people. Uh, Lane Aaron is one of the groundbreaking researchers. She started her research in the 90s on highly sensitive people. And then another thing is highly sensitive people, there are certain advantages, but there are also drawbacks. Uh, So what we're going to do is talk about some of the ways that you can ground yourself as a highly sensitive person. I'll also dig in a little bit into my story being a highly sensitive person. So I love talking about this topic, being a highly sensitive person, because I'm one myself. And as you can imagine, if you're listening out there, you've probably grown up most of your life feeling like something was off. And then when you come across this term, highly sensitive person, you're like, oh my gosh, that's me. So that was me throughout my childhood and adolescence. I was always kind of an anxious kid, my mom tells me, and I think some of that anxiety was wrapped up in being a highly sensitive person, and when I was at the end of my undergrad in my early 20s, I had come across Elaine's work because I had been doing some research on personalities, and so I came across the term highly sensitive person, and so some of the Some of the things that registered with me is that I have a real sensitivity to smells. So, you know, if someone is wearing perfume or cologne and it's really strong, I'll often get a headache from it. Or if someone is being really emotional, like something's going on, there's turmoil in their life, highly sensitive people tend to absorb it. And so what they do is they internalize it. And sometimes that can manifest as anxiety or depression. And again, that is kind of someone who isn't super aware of their high sensitive nature and isn't taking all the self-care protocols to take care of themselves. And a lot of the other times, highly sensitive people struggle with seeing violence and scary movies. So There's a whole list and I'll link to Elaine Aaron's work in the show notes. There's also like a little quiz. Uh, But essentially when I took the quiz years ago, I've probably known I've been a sensitive person for almost a decade. I literally scored like 95 to 98% as a highly sensitive person. So uh, a lot of what happened to me, a lot of the anxiety that I was experiencing in adolescence, I think is directly related to being a highly sensitive person. 
So I'll jump into one story that really sticks out to me. So I was about 22 and I was going through some life transitions from college to adulthood and I remember sitting in a doctor's office and first of all, I was already anxious to be at a doctor's office. I get a little bit anxious at doctor's offices just because you never know what they're going to say. So anyway, I was a little anxious just sitting there and then there was this couple in the waiting room and they were going back and forth. They were having a disagreement. I think that they were early in Um, the pregnancy. I think she was kind of like two or three months. So they were having a disagreement about something to do with the baby. And so I started to really get upset because I was overhearing it. I was seeing what was going on. And at this time, I was aware of being a highly sensitive person. So I reminded myself to just breathe through it, take care of myself through this situation. Um, And then shortly after I was called into the doctor, but for the rest of the day, it just went through my mind about this whole situation, about this couple arguing and disagreeing and not getting along. And I could sense the frustration and the emotion and the anger. So I definitely internalized it. And I noticed I had a lot of anxiety for the rest of the day. So I definitely took some self-care measures, did some deep breathing, reminded myself that that's not my responsibility. Those are emotions of someone else. I'm here to take care of myself in this moment. But that's just like one of the hundreds of situations that I've been through that I can really pinpoint being affected as a highly sensitive person. I'm very much affected by my relationship. So whoever I'm in a relationship with, if they're feeling off or a little depressed or anxious, I know what's going on. I can sense it. I can feel it. And I almost take it on as my own. But over the years, I've realized that I'm there as a support system. I'm not there to fix or solve or cure anything that anyone else is going through. I can just sit there and listen and have empathy. So over the years, I've implemented a pretty good self-care routine. I take care of myself in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, kind of throughout the day, making sure I'm getting enough water, I'm sleeping enough, keeping my blood sugar balanced, eating foods that are delicious and nutritious, and that I'm connecting with my loved ones, kind of all the basic self-care principles. And then, so I notice when I'm kind of slacking in one area or another, I tend to notice I become a little bit more sensitive and I start to feel things on a deeper level uh, just because I notice that I'm not fully protecting myself. So a lot of the times highly sensitive people get this feeling of being like overstimulated, their nerves may be on edge, they're just, they can't properly function and I know that's probably not the best way to say it but they may not be functioning at their best capacity I'll say it in that way they may not be you know showing up to work fully because they may be distracted by something that's going on at home or vice versa so you know I think it's really important for highly sensitive people to establish those boundaries to ground themselves and to really have a strong self-care routine uh, to help them get through any difficult times that they may be going through. So now I'm going to jump into a few grounding rules for highly sensitive people. 
Uh, and so one of them is if someone is not being nice to you, if they're kind of going through turmoil themselves and they can't be respectful of you being a highly sensitive person, I think it's really important to put up that strong boundary and just be like, hey, I can't communicate with you right now and just limit that communication with them. Again, this may be someone who's part of your support system, but because they're going through a really stressful time, um, it may just be a little bit too overwhelming for you. So again, just communicate how you're feeling to someone, just put up those boundaries and just say, hey, I'm going through something myself right now and we can regroup after. So the second one is to manage your schedule. So I know for myself and a lot of other highly sensitive people, we get really overwhelmed if we're overbooked. So if we are feeling busy, we may just feel super overstimulated because what this does to us is we feel like we don't have downtime to take care of ourselves. So in general, Highly sensitive people, they need a little bit of extra time to take care of themselves. So for instance, someone who's not highly sensitive may need a half hour at the end of the day, where a highly sensitive person at the end of the day, they may need an hour, two hours to unwind, work on the stimulation that they're feeling to be able to get ready for bed because being a highly sensitive person and going to bed and being overstimulated is just a disaster for not getting enough sleep. So I think when you're feeling too busy and you're feeling overbooked, you feel like you don't have enough time to take care of yourself. So really work on setting up a structure for yourself that works. So if you're working nine to five and you want to get together with friends, maybe save it for the weekend or have one night a week that you're going out. So most days you're able to come home after work and work on your hobbies or hang out or go exercise and doing things that feed you and, and nourish your soul. The third one is simple. It's saying no. I think as a highly sensitive person, I've struggled with this in the past, and I know other highly sensitive people do too. Sometimes you just got to say no, and that's totally okay. Again, that's you setting your boundaries and saying that, nope, this isn't going to work for me. So again, going back to feeling overscheduled and busy, if someone like one of your friends last minute asks if you can go on a like weekend getaway or go out to drinks and you're not really a fan of going out late at night, you can just say, no, that doesn't work for me. I'm already really scheduled and I need to take care of myself. So just remember that no is a complete answer. So another way to ground yourself is reminding yourself that being highly sensitive, while it may have its disadvantages at times, remember that you are a badass. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, but I think that highly sensitive people are really cool. The fact that they can use this gift that they've been given and they've essentially is a part of who they are to better the world, to help people around them is just amazing. I think sometimes we can get really down on ourselves and we can be like, oh, I'm too sensitive. I can't do this. I can't do that without taking it personally. And yeah, it may feel like that at times, but think about 
having this like superpower, you can essentially know and feel like what's going on in someone's world. I'm not saying you're psychic, but I think most highly sensitive people can definitely pick up on when something's going on in someone else's life. They can be there to offer support for their loved ones. And I think the last point that I just want to bring up is just take care of yourself. Just make self-care a priority. This is something I urge to every single person, regardless of if they live with anxiety, no anxiety, depression, if they live with a mental health condition, if they don't, if they're a highly sensitive person, or if they're not, I think everyone can really benefit from more self-care and making self-care a priority. And so I think as highly sensitive people, we need to keep this in mind. And we also need to remember that self-care for us is a little bit longer than like quote-unquote the average person who's not a highly sensitive person and this is just because we absorb so much throughout the day right like we absorb so much through advertising from friends loved ones colleagues media whatever we might be consuming throughout the day and sometimes we're not even aware of how this is affecting us and at the end of the day we may be totally burnt out and totally upset about something that we can't even remember but it goes back to an image you saw on social media on your lunch break just as an example so again I think prioritizing self-care you know, and that also means limiting your time on social media and doing more things that you love. I can't emphasize this enough. I talk about it to my friends, family, like everyone all the time. You know, I think throughout the day, we tend to do stuff that we don't enjoy. Let's be real. Um, Some of us have jobs that we love. And even if we do love our job, there are always aspects of our job that we don't love. Like, I love what I do. But you know, when it comes to finance and accounting stuff, I don't love that stuff. So, you know, on days like that, I definitely take extra care of myself because I know it depletes me a little bit more. So again, just have a self-care routine, take better care of yourself, make sure your basic self-care is met before you go into doing more of the, um, the like added self-care as I like to say. So again, the basic self-care is making sure you're eating balanced, drinking enough water, moving your body joyfully, getting enough sleep. And then after that, you can add massages and face masks and, you know, additional hobby projects and, you know, whatever else makes you happy in your self-care routine. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast on how to ground yourself as a highly sensitive person. If you have any questions around being a highly sensitive person, feel free to send me an email or shoot me a message on social media. I'd love to connect with you. I'll talk to you next time. Take care.